But Totoro's just like, yeah, I'm not listening to you. Bye! And the other ones are like, okay, we'll still follow the plan and we'll just hope for the best that Toto just does what Toto does and yes. fights him. Um, so they start out and they fight and they end up actually pairing Yuji with Toto. Which it, the, Also, the funniest thing about Toto is he's obsessed with this idol. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and everyone is just so done and they don't care. Um, but they end up fighting and... Uh, <laughs> he's like, what kind of woman do you like? And Yuji goes, well, I like a, a girl with a big ass. Big ass. <laughs> like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Which I want, I truly wonder if Jennifer Lawrence knows how much she's referenced in Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I, she I either doubt it. doesn't know or she doesn't give a fuck. She she's care. just like, whatever. Uh, and Toto's just like, my man! And he's just yeah, like... Yeah, and they start become, they become... He basically looks at him like a fucking lover, but not in that way. It's the yeah. weirdest... It's, <laughs> it's the weirdest weird. Well, he thinks of him as his brother. They're <laughs> best friends now. Um... I'm Bill, a one-time Instagram blogger and now a podcaster. And I'm Alex, the Chaotic Neutral. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. A brother-sister duo. That talks about gaming. And also anime. And don't forget the collecting, or sometimes. Ah, forget it. We're just a nostalgia podcast at this point. But anyways, guys, thanks for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? It's been snowing. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's been snowing quite a bit. Yeah. Lots of snow. Lots of... Rain. Snow melting immediately after. And then or, and then just like sudden like blizzards in the middle of the night. and Yeah. You know, typical New England stuff. And you wake up and you're just like, what the heck? Yeah, I was supposed to go to work this weekend for six hours of overtime, and I got out onto the highway, and it was Fishtail City, so I said, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and I went home. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, but it's been a week, like, nothing too crazy. We did a guest appearance at Guest Spot recently, so that was kind of the last time we recorded. Other than that, I think before that we had done, we've actually, this is the first time it's just been us. Yeah. In a few weeks, so... Yeah, then that's still same old shit. Work. Yep. Eat, sleep. <laughs> Work. Tilly. Tilly. <laughs> She's napping yep. in her little bowl next to us. Yep, being her honorary co-host self. She may come and say something, but probably not. She seems to be tired and she wants to nap. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, it's been crazy. Uh, we actually recently uh, opened our Discord server, so that's new. Yeah. So anyone... I tried to post a cursed image and it didn't let me. <laughs> yeah, it was specifically uh, marked as uh, inappropriate. Yeah, it wasn't though. I found this picture of like these little heart like cookie cake things. Um, and on the inside there was chocolate. And then someone tried to microwave it. So it looked like... It, 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 they exploded like most things do in the microwave and it looked like a, an ass taking a shit. It... <laughs> It was, it was great. And then Discord was like, this is inappropriate. Yeah, Discord was like, you cannot post inappropriate content. And we were like, all right. Yeah, so uh, if you find that image on, on on Twitter or something, that's where I found it. Um, just 
just beware. You post it on Discord. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, so Even yeah. Even though it's just a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like an ass. Yep. But anyways, yeah, so you can fo- you can join the Gaming and Collecting Podcast uh, fan server. It's pretty easy to find. You can just go into our link tree, link tree uh, slash uh, the Barber Games, and the, the invite link is in there. Yep. I'll post cat pictures, cursed images, Anime but not intros, that anime, anime outros, intros. gaming talk, anime stuff. I'm going to be posting more figures in my figure showcase, but... um. I kind of, I've been waiting for something to arrive, well, to order it, and I finally ordered it, so it's going to be good. Yep. No, but other than that, mostly it's just still collecting manga, because yeah. gaming is expensive, and it's miserable to be collecting games these I'm days. I know, I'm still looking for the omnibus of chapters 85, 86, 87, I'm pretty certain of One Piece, but I am pretty hyped that um the my second favorite show, Welcome to Demon School Aruma, for a while you couldn't buy the manga or really read it anywhere, but they're finally actually um gonna start printing it. So as soon as that's in Barnes and Noble, I'll be picking it up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But also I'd like to thank uh it's gonna be like four weeks after, but I'd like to thank all the people who listened to our episode three anime films episode to oh, spike yeah. in views recently, which was Really awesome to it see. It was really cool, but also like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was also why. Yeah. But either way. But anyway, speaking of anime, um, we're returning to Anime Swap. No, we aren't. Yeah, we are. We're doing book club, but not anime, where we read <laughs> dictionaries. Today I picked the Webster's Dictionary, and Bill, what did you pick? So anyways, Anime Swap. Why don't you... Like, Bill got me the wrong soda, and I'm sad about it. He got me a Sprite, but he got the zero sugar one, and it doesn't taste as good, because it has... Oh, I hit something. Because it has that fake sugar taste, and it's just... Bleh. You try to be nice people, and then this is the best <laughs> you get. Hey. But anyways... Don't be rude. So, Anime, <laughs> anime Swap. Yes, I'm being rude. Um, this is the eighth anime swap we've done. And, oh, it is? Yeah. I feel like we've done less. Yeah, well, the first few were kind of odd because we didn't really do full series. We we only kind of did like five Movies. episodes or five episodes, you know. Yeah. But but now we do full-on series. Yeah, and we did 100-episode series last time. And Wait we realized till we do One Piece. That's not going to be a swap. That's going to just be its own retrospective at some Bill point. Bill needs to watch One Piece. <laughs> One Piece. Da, da, da. Sorry, I'm horrible at singing. Oh, my eyes just started watering like crazy. <laughs> yeah, you should really go to see a doctor about that. Uh, but... I don't have time. But yeah, anyways, so Anime Swap. Uh, we picked two interesting ones this time. Yeah. Two relatively new series. Yeah, they actually, I'd say they came out in like that same newer generation. Yeah, and we also were going more for uh, shorter series this time around because... Yeah. Or at least as of now, a shorter series. Yeah. Because we don't know what the future holds for these series as they are ongoing uh, mangas. So these could become new, longer series. We may have to revisit these at some point. Yeah. But for now, they were short as compared to Black Clover and Yu Yu Hakusho, which we did last time. And it was great, but long. And they both had like two parts, like. That we could say. Like, I had the first part and the second part. They weren't really seasons, though. They were, like, a part and a part. Mm. It's like what most series are doing now, where yeah. it's, like, they don't release all of it at once. They release it in two halves. Yeah. But um, I guess to start off, um, so the ones we picked were 
Um, we did. Alex chose Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. And I chose Spy Family. Yeah. Not Spy X Family. It's Spy Family. It's so like when people say Hunter X Hunter, and you're just like. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, so Spy Family and Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. Kaisen. So. The whole reason we chose these two is they were both 25, 24 episoders. Yep. And we could easily get them done within two weeks. And we both, they were both things that we wanted to watch at some point. So yeah. it killed two birds with one stone as well. See, that's the fun of Anime Swap is we just get to watch these shows that we were never going to watch in the past. I know. And then we just have a reason to. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways. I guess we should start with the first one we watched and that was uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. So, Jujutsu Kaisen is actually a uh, relatively new, um, it was a relatively new manga and then also anime. Mm. The manga only came out in March 2018 with, um, in Shonen Jump. So, mm. it's not a very old series, um, but similar, I'm assuming similar to Spy Family where that's not very old as well. Um, the whole story follows the main character, Yuji Itadori, as he ends up joining a secret organization of Jujutsu sorcerers to eliminate the powerful course, curse, not course, named uh, Sakuna. Um, and he ends up becoming the host of him. Because he um, ate his finger. <laughs> yeah, so kind of weird premise, but um, I believe also it was one of the... Like one of the early Crunchyroll dubs, where it was, it was licensed by Crunchyroll. It, uh, the anime is licensed by Crunchyroll for streaming. Um, and this was before the Crunchyroll Funny merger, but after the their partnership. It's conf Funimation and Crunchyroll are really confusing to figure out their weird. Yeah. How they work. Yeah. But yeah, it was it, that weird in between period when they were still separate companies. Yeah. So, in, like, this world, basically, all living beings, like, they have this thing called, like, cursed energy. Um, and it all arises from, like, negative emotions that naturally, you know, naturally everyone has. Um, ordinary people can't really control this energy. And there's a few select people who can. Um, um, and the reason why a lot of people also... A lot of people who can't control this energy are actually the reason why curses are created. Um, and they're basically, all those feelings kind of create curses. Um, which are very, like, creepy, gruesome monsters slash yeah. ghosts. Um, Bill said it had a lot of a, a lot of a Mariko it looked. At, it reminded me a lot of the, the spirits in Mariko-chan. Yeah, just very, like, very, I'd say body horror-esque creatures oh, yeah. as well. Um and basically, like with these with these curses on the other side, there are jujutsu sorcerers um, that use cursed techniques and um, also could be considered shamans. Um, and they basically they use the cursed energy in their bodies, and they're actually able to access it and control it. Um, High-ranking sorcerers and cursed ones can use even bigger techniques that they call, um, like, domain expansion, and we'll kind of get into that later. But the main, the main kind of power sources in this thing are cursed energy, mm. are curses, and jujutsu sorcerers. So those are kind of the two sides you're fighting on. Yeah. Um. The classic shonen, what's our power of this anime manga? Yeah. 
so to start out the series, you're kind of just, it almost doesn't really seem like it's going to be this story about curses and sorcerers. You're kind of just following this guy named Itadori Yuji, um, and he's just a high school student, and his grandfather is um, on his deathbed. Um, so he's visiting his grandfather in the hospital. He's also a part of this occult club. Uh, yeah, even though he's like being scouted by the track team because... Well, yeah, so the only reason he joined the occult club is because he wanted to be able to leave early to go see his grandpa because um, his grandpa is passing away. And at this moment, uh, I think in the manga, I'm, I'm not that far in the manga yet, but I am reading it. At this moment, we don't really know anyone from you. Yuji's family besides his grandpa who's dead who well at well, this point is not dead well, but yeah, like but it's a foregone he, conclusion. he dies very early on um so we're kind of learning about Yuji and then you also kind of see throughout these little clips of Yuji in high school and like that the track team is scouting him Yuji is like very unnaturally fit mm. and strong and I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. Maybe it gets revealed later. But that's just the plot point. Like, Yuji's really strong, really powerful. So the next kind of main character you kind of meet is uh, Megumi Fushi, Fushiguro, um, which is the black spiky-haired one, Bill. Yeah. You notice um, that, like, the characters that you get introduced to, like, his occult friends are just generic anime characters. And yeah. it's only the people with very distinct designs that are important. Well, yeah, because his friends in the occult club are just basically plot devices. Um, so the reason why we're introduced to Fushiguro is because he's actually on a mission from the Jujutsu um, sorcerers, and he is looking for a specific cursed item. Um, and you kind of find out that cursed items are kind of kept in places to ward off other curses. Mm. Um, so at schools, at places that we know have negative energy school. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of funny, but I mean, yeah, school can be depressing. It can probably create a lot of um, energy like that. So schools, other places like that. So they place them all around. Right now, Fushiguro is trying to find a special cursed ob object, which is a finger, a specific yes. <laughs> finger. And as he goes, he finds out that it is not there. What we do find out, though, is that it's not there because the occult club members have taken it because they want to open basically it up. <laughs> open and see what it is. Um, but Yuji takes the box, which kind of uh, leads to their meeting. Um... So Yuji was actually at the hospital, and unfortunately, his grandfather did pass mm -hmm. away, um, and he had to say, you know, goodbye. As he's leaving the hospital, though, that's where Fushi Girl finds him because he's actually can kind of he thinks Yuji has the finger, but in fact, he only has the box. So all he was kind of sensing was like the residue um, of like the residue of the cursed energy. So hmm. they, Yuji tells him, like, oh, my friends at the occult club, like, took it. And then Fushiguro kind of freaks out because, like, he tells them that they're going to open it. And if they do that, like, bad things are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so they rush to the school, and what's happening is that curses are now, because they opened it, curses are now actively trying to get to... The finger. Get to the finger, because if they consume the finger, they'll get greater power. Um... Hint, hint. Um, so, that's happening. They go in. They save their friends, but they actually are fighting off a very powerful curse. Um, 
and Fushiguro ends up getting injured, he actually chooses to save Yuji, um, but Yuji ends up helping him, and during the fight, like, Yuji tries to get the finger, and then mm. he tries to get it away, and in Yuji's mind, he's like, well, if he can't have it, then it should be good, and he eats the finger. Yep. <laughs> um... So, after eating the finger, he ends up getting possessed by um, Sukuna, who is very rapey and very creepy, because <laughs> he's literally remember like, the war where's the woman and children? And Bill was like, ew. <laughs> and yeah. I was also like, ew. Sukuna is a very bad, bad guy. And I believe the whole But he's like, he's so awful that you kind of like to hate well, him. Well, yeah, you do. Um... He's, like, he's very likable, but he's also, like, he's Well, awful. I wouldn't say likable. He's just kind of in that well, sense no, of, like, I mean likeable, you I mean, hate he's him a so much that you, you enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, he's a character you enjoy. So, but surprisingly, uh, surprising Yuji and then Gojo, who, Gojo. Oh, go Gojo. oh, yeah, speaking of Gojo, we did see him very briefly at the start of the uh, anime. Yes, you do see him very briefly. I forgot to mention And that. the best way to describe Gojo is he's essentially Kakashi from Naruto, only he has a mask on his eyes rather than his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's basically OP. Yeah, like Kakashi. <laughs> um, yeah. So... But he's Gojo. also a fucking like troll. But he, although we don't really see that yet. Yeah, he is. He well, no, he he does. He is trolling Yuji, uh, Fushiguro because he like comes in with like his treats from like um a, another place. And he's like, oh, I just went shopping, and like Fushiguro's like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> so, um, what happens is that they actually Gojo, who is kind of just. Finding the situation hilarious. Yeah. The fact that Yuji ate the finger. But not only... So Sukuna possessed him, but he was able to fight off the possession. And he took his body back over. So they kind of do a test to see if he can... Like, if it's not a fluke. And he tests it again. And then they prove, like, hey, Yuji has control of the body. Um, but he still has to report it to the Jujutsu sorcerers. Um, the main sorcerers. And... They decide that Yuji has to die. <laughs> yep. Um, but Gojo ends up presenting them with an idea of, let's have Yuji eat all the fingers, and then we'll kill him. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> their thoughts are, well, if he can contain it all, and then they kill him, Sukuna will die. Um, Sukuna will In be theory. no more. In, In theory. theory. They In don't know if theory. this will even fucking work. Well, no. And the thing is, is like, they're basically letting Gojo do this. But in their the back of their mind, it's like that. We're going to kill Yuji any second we can. Which is incredibly stupid. Basically, you start learning really fast. These pe Gojo's bosses are really dumb. Well, yeah. And that's where you kind of find out the, the ideas, the motives of Gojo and kind of how he's training his students is he's actually training the students to become his, not minions per se, but... <laughs> I mean, they're basically his minions. I mean, basically, but he's trying to basically get a bunch of people on his side to change Jujutsu sorcerer culture. Basically yeah. change how it's run. He's basically trying to start era. a revolution. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, so we find out that, and they choose to keep Yuji alive. You're introduced to Nabara. Um, who's the other student? So there's three students in the first yes. year class. Nabara, and they're all Magumi, characters. And... Yes. <laughs> even the even Megumi, who's clearly the straight man of the group. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So we are interested introduced to Nabara and they basically kind of test to see if she is um she's cut out for this because she was from basically an old town um out in the hills and like cursed curses out in the hill in the, in the countryside boonies. in the countryside versus curses in the city. um city the city ones are on a different level and it's all kind of makes sense when you think about it because of how it works is curses are built off of the cursed energy inside us all and in places that are filled with people in small like in a large population of people in a small area that means extra curse power basically mm. um so he basically tests her. They pass the test, and Yuji also helps her. Um, and they end up saving, like, a little boy. Who was, yeah, like, which is, you see the first reel. She's an interesting character because she's literally, like, a Sundari, but she's also, like, a Yandari at the same time. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And it's, like, a good lesson to her because where a... she was, curses aren't smart. Mm. Like, but where cursed in the city, like, they've gained intelligence and there's, they... There's an excellent scene where... She basically realizes she's backed into a corner, so she drops her weapon, thinking, like, the curse will take her instead and free the child. And the curse is like, fuck you, no, I'm not. Yeah. And going to kill both of them, although Yuji happens to show up right at the perfect time. And he punches through a wall with his bare fist. Because Yuji's not normal. Like That's, like, the clear... Even before he ate the finger, he was... Yeah. It's unknown what he was. Um, So kind of after this... um, what happens is they actually get sent on another mission and this mission is basically sabotage um this mission they were sent on it it's like um like an incredibly the highest grade curse um curse spirit and they basically set it up so that yuji will hopefully die Mm. and uh it was all set up in that gojo is far away so they send it three first years to take care of something that like gojo would take care of um so they go in, um, they're basically, they go in, what's happened is that the cursed spirit has kind of taken over, it actually takes place at a juvenile detention center, um, and part of it is they're supposed to basically identify, see if they can find any bodies, because they know no one survived at this point, but if they can at least give peace to the people who did lose their families, that's what they're doing. Yes. So they go through, they find the body. Yuji and Megumi kind of fight a little bit because, like, in they Megumi's eyes, like... Very different... Uh, ideals. Ideals at the, yeah. at the time. Yeah, at the time. And what happens is they encounter... They actually get separated. Nobara gets separated from Yuji and Megumi, um, Fushiguro. And Nobara kind of gets attacked by a different spirit. But then Yuji and uh, Fushiguro end up encountering the high-level curse, um, and Yuji tries to call on the powers of Sukuna, but Sukuna's basically like, no, fuck you, um, <laughs> and he doesn't help him, so he ends up actually getting his hand cut off, and, yes. like, his finger, like, one of his hands cut off, and then his fingers basically burnt down to nothing, um, but he does actually end up using cursed energy like not in a very controlled sense but he's just able to force it out and it's like hey like yuji can use cursed energy Mm. and cursed techniques um but unfortunately like there's no way he's gonna beat him um so sakuna he does end up sakuna does end up taking over his body um 
and healing him at the same time because that's one thing that Sukuna can do. He can like use reverse curse techniques. My favorite part that too can... is when he heals his hand. He goes, "Oh shit, I healed." His yeah, hands. he's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> um, so he heals him, and then at first he actually tries to work with the curse that's there, but the curse says no mm-hmm. stupidly, and curse gets destroyed, like literally chopped into tiny pieces. Um. And why the the reason the curse is so powerful was because it actually had one of Sukuna's figures. Mm. Um, so womp womp. So Sukuna ends up taking the finger. He consumes the figure and um, ends up going back to find Fushiguro. So he finds him, and they actually have a really good fight. And you'll notice this is actually really important. Sukuna. Really likes Fushiguro. Yeah, too. There's a lot of creepiness in this show. There, there is, but he actually feels like Fushiguro isn't using his full potential. Mm. Um, and he actually says, "I believe that's the line." He's like, "You're not using your full potential." Um, You're holding back. And he actually <laughs> makes Yuji basically his hostage, where he rips, rips his, his heart, heart out. out. Um, cause Sukuna can live without it. <laughs> and just tosses Yuji, it to the side. Like. Yeah, Yuji cannot. So, Sukuna, so they're fighting, and the fight actually concludes when, um, Yuji actually takes over his body. Cause at this point, Yuji had given, given, take, like, let Sukuna take over, but was actually struggling to get it back. Mm. Um, and then when he able was, when he was able to get it back, it was, uh, his, his heart was gone. So, they actually have a good conversation, um, and Yuji actually tells him, he tells Fushiguro, I hope he lives a long and happy life, and then is dead. Yeah. <laughs> is dead. Dead. <laughs> Quotation <laughs> like, marks. Well, no, at this point, he is, he is dead, um, but there's other things at play. So, basically what happens is that they end up taking him back and Fushiguro and um, Nabara are actually really depressed because they lost, you know, they kind of lost their classmate. Um, Gojo is pissed because he knew it was a setup this whole time. Um, But, miraculously, Yuji, well, as all this is happening, Nabara and uh, Fushiguro are ending up training because they have an upcoming... Um, school event because basically the school sports festival. <laughs> yeah, it's the sports festival type of school. Um, because they're the Tokyo school, but there's also a Kyoto school, sister school. So they have a sister exchange event. So they start training with their upperclassmen that you meet. Um, which the upperclassmen are great, especially one's a panda. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> panda. just panda. <laughs> but they're really cool. Um, have cool stories. So they're training there. And at the time, Fushi, um, not Fushiguro, Yuji is actually having a conversation with Sakuna in his mind. And they actually end up making a deal. Um, the deal not being on Yuji's end. The deal is like that you'll basically, Yuji has to beat Sakuna in a fight, <laughs> which yeah. Which he, he, he gets, although it's great, he's all like, I'll fucking do it. Because he actually does get a hit in. And, yeah. But then, like, he immediately, the second he's like, I'm going to go fight, he literally just cuts his head off and just Yeah. And, and, and you just, and, but the thing is, is that, um, Sukuna with his deal made it so that Yuji would not remember. So mm. the thing is, so when he wakes up, um, <laughs> it's actually in, like, a morgue and they're actually planning to dissect him. And then he just kind of, 
gets off the table. Gets and off he's the like, table yo. and is like, yo, I'm naked. <laughs> and Gojo's like, woohoo, you're alive. Um, and Gojo actually asks, did you make a deal with Sakuna? But Yuji's like, uh, I don't know. Because he part of the deal is that he would not remember the deal. Which will come back to bite him, I think, later on. Mm. Um, so Yuji's back to life, but... He's not ready to go back yet, because if he goes back at this point, the same thing is going to happen in the future. Yuji needs to learn how to use curse techniques, so this is basically his little training arc, which he starts out just by watching movies and, like, putting his cursed energy into a little doll. And if he loses focus, he'll get punched. Um, yes. <laughs> and they're, like, the cheap, stupidest B-movies ever, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's happening. And then the others are training. And then at one point, uh, Sukuna is... You kind of start learning about who the enemy is. And you find out that the enemy is actually these mega curses. Um, mm. These curses... And this one human guy. And this... Well, yes. And he was once actually a student of... Uh, he was actually in Gojo's class. Uh, his name is Seguro Gato. Um, and he's basically a corrupted sorcerer, which I believe they called like a curse user rather mm. than a jujutsu sorcerer. Um, There's a great scene, though, that shows just how fucking evil these guys are. Oh, yeah. So that's that's what I'm kind of going to talk about is that um, you're, the scene is that they actually go to a restaurant um, and no one can see the curses besides um, maybe certain people who just have that innate ability. But for the most part... Most people can't see um, curses, so they go into a restaurant. And the curses that he's ac accompanied with are probably some of the most powerful curses mm. in the world. There's the curse. Um, these curses are made off of made off of like really big human innate fears. Like one of them is like the fear of the ocean. Yes. Which I agree. Like I, if that curse was real, I would be giving to it because the ocean freaks me the fuck out. It's creepy and scary. <laughs> um, and then one's like the fear of like the forest and like um, the unknown. And then one's actually like um, vol volcano and like the earth and like is actually kind of the like curse, like curse spirit embodying like the fears of like mm. Mount Fuji. Um, so they're actually really cool like curses um but they're meeting and they're basically discussing their plans and their plans is they need to they have two objectives they need to get yuji itadori and sakuna on their side and they need to immobilize um gojo yes they need to immobilize go i was getting get gato and gojo in my head and i was like bleh, 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 words um and they need to immobilize him and just remember they need to immobilize because they know they can't defeat yeah, him. Yeah, because there's a great scene where Lava Head, yes, because um, I can't remember his name, and he's just Volcano Head to me, mm -hmm. uh, tries to fight uh, Gojo and gets utterly curb stomped. Yeah. And the only reason he lives is because Gojo kind of lets him live to get information and there's enough time for him to get rescued. Yeah. So, and that's kind of what the the conflict at the restaurant is because uh, Gato's like, yeah, you can't beat gojo it's not gonna happen and gail's like yeah i freaking can and he's kind of getting angry and pumped up and he's basically letting his curse out and everyone's just burning yeah, alive everybody in, the, in restaurant. the restaurant burns to death except for the one employee who somehow sensed it and said i'm getting the fuck out of here. here yeah and thank god he did because um, everyone else literally in the most gruesome scene just gets fucking dead yep that's 
you know, that's basically what happens there. Uh, so, and then kind of the next big point is, well, Yuji's training. Gojo ends up fighting that guy, uh, fighting the Volcano Curse. And um, the Volcano Curse, he actually ends up kind of joking with him. And you kind of see Gojo's ability is, like, he has, like, this infinite barrier that no one can, like... No one can touch. So no one can basically touch him. Because they like he's like, hold my hand. And they can't. Because like there's actually like a gap of like infinity. Um, and it's also your first introduction to like domain and expansion. Um, yes. where Where the curse ends up opening his domain. But then Gojo ends up opening his domain. And if your domain is powerful than another domain, it can overpower that domain. Mm. I said domain like six times in a row. They say it a lot in the show. <laughs> they do. Um, so, sorry, I heard a dog bark and it scared me. Um, so that ends up happening. Um, and then Yuji is still training and the others are still training because Yuji needs to figure out his power. And you get to meet one of the great characters. Um, one brain fried. Nanami. You mean Nanami. Who's very <laughs> similar to another character that we'll be getting to later. Yeah, he's very straightforward and business, um, almost business-like. And he actually worked, he was going to be a sorcerer, and he's just like, oh, I hate being a sorcerer, bye. And then yep. he worked in a business, he's like, and then he worked as like a salaryman, he was like, oh, this sucks too. And then he eventually just like, you know what, like, I can at least... I this is the lesser of the two evils, and he chose to be a sorcerer instead. Um, so he's a sorcerer, and he's kind of training Yuji. And the main villain of this arc is uh, this little mini arc is um, Mahito, which he's his curse is very interesting because he's actually a newly born curse, and his is like curse of like people's hatred yeah. and like. So he's just kind of like people. Like, that's his curse. And his power and is like body this, horror. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And his ability is that he can actually turn people into cursed monsters. Yes. Um, basically, it kills them or puts, basically almost kills them with barely any... Because you get this whole, like, weird, like inner like kind of like arc where it's basically like it's really metaphorical and like he's like oh yeah pe hearts don't matter it's the soul that's the true healing yeah, in the it's body the soul so this arc happens and you actually kind of get a fake out where um there's another character um I, i'm brain farting emo his boy? name yeah <laughs> emo <laughs> boy i'm brain farting his name right now but um he's a, he's big impact small role guy yeah so. he is and you kind of follow him and he kind of befriends Mahito. The but also curse. befriends Yuji. <laughs> but yeah, and at the same time befriends Yuji. And it actually, it's really funny because in the end, the first um, opening credits, there's actually a scene at the end, towards the end of it, where it shows all of them kind of under a tree. And his the guy, Emo Hair, is there. And it almost makes, it makes you believe that like, oh, he's going to become, like he's going to join their class and become a sorcerer. And nope, you get a fake out. Um, yeah, because his whole gimmick is he's, like, hated by everybody in his school just because... Well, he was just bullied. Like, yeah. he was just bullied for being different, and um, he ends up just being a pawn, basically. Like, he and his mom... His mom is a pawn. They, they actually... The cursed... Um, the curses basically put a finger in his house, and his mom ends up... Brutally murdered. Yeah, brutally murdered. And his mom is such a joy of a character, so it was strictly just to piss you off, because... Yeah, it was to, 
light fuel. So it kind of throws him into a rage thinking that someone cursed him because Mojito kind of manipulates him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he ends up going to the school and actually ends up like trying to kill a bunch of people. Um, Which admittedly was a little little justified. Yeah. No, it was especially where you looked at it revealed like they pull his bangs away and you see all the cigarette burns on his forehead. And that is like very it is a very uncomfortable like you're it's uncomfortable to look at you know because it's like you kind of side with him but at the same time you're also like damn like this is dark yeah um and then of course we get the most iconic probably an infamous scene of this entire arc mm. where yuji tries to get through to him basically yeah stop his rampage and right as he finally starts getting through to him uh what's his face yeah shows up and then turns him into giant Dingo monster. Yeah, and that basically um, ends any hope of him like becoming a sorcerer. Yeah, because he straight um, up did. Because he, he yeah. cause I remember he like tries to get Sakuna to help, and Sakuna's like, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, and it's actually a really good scene of both of both of the like Sakuna and Mahito just laughing maniacally because curses they they don't care like yeah. they they get joy off of just stuff because like this. Sakuna and Yuji are sort of partnered right now. Yeah. Doesn't mean... He's gonna help him. Yeah, it doesn't mean Sakuna's a good guy now. He's still a fucking douche. No, yeah. He he doesn't help him. Um, So... He's this, basically stuck in this weird predicament where he just can't control Yuji for whatever reason. Yeah, no, he can't. Um, And it's visibly frustrating. So they end up fighting. Uh, Yuji ends up fighting him, and Nanami also is fighting him. And what they find out is Yuji is actually Mah- Mahito's natural enemy because... Mahito's powers are very in tuned with the soul. And if he messes with Yuji's soul, he messes with Sukuna. So the first time he tries to, Sukuna actually says, Don't you dare touch me or I will kill you. Yeah, he you. basically warns <laughs> him that, uh, yeah, if you mess with me again, I will fucking end you. Yeah. So the fight ends up going on, and it, it's a really good fight mm. sequence. You the get fighting, him and Mianami or whatever. Nanami. Nanami end up fighting, and he gets Nanami trapped in this weird, like, soul dimension. Well, it's his domain. Yeah. So he ends up trapping him in this in his domain. Um, and Nanami is a very strong sorcerer. We're just going to... He's, like, the second highest level. Um, but He's Nanami probably the knows. strongest when you take Gojo out of it, because Gojo is on a... Gojo's literally so OP that he just doesn't count. Yeah, like Go- Gojo is just above crazy. Um, but he ends up getting stuck, and he actually almost, like, when you hear him, he kind of starts accepting that he's probably going to die. But one thing that you learn about these domains is they're very hard to get out of, but if you want to break into them, it's, it's pretty very easy. easy. So Yuji actually breaks into the domain. Which, but because Yuji's in there, technically the domain is his domain, and it's touching... Yuji, uh, is touching Sukuna. And Sukuna literally, as you th- it's kind of a fun scene where all of a sudden, like, everything just kind of stops. Yep. And it cuts to him in Sukuna's domain, and Sukuna's like, I warned you. Yep. <laughs> and just straight up, like, one-shots him. Yeah. But doesn't kill him, because reasons. Yeah. So, that ends up happening, um, and they end up, like, they end up winning. Uh, Mahito flees, because he knows, like, at this point, he'll die. So yes. he ends up fleeing. Um, he Mahito's interesting because he like has this weird respect for like uh, Nanami. Yeah. Because it's like he's like, wow, this guy actually can fight me, and I kind of find yeah. him enjoyable. Yeah. 
Um, cause he enjoys the fight. Like he enjoys the fight, um, in the torture. So they end up going. And then the next plot point is like, okay, Yuji's now strong enough where he can kind of defend himself, which leads to the Kyoto Tokyo exchange event, which is basically what you learn very quickly is that, uh, the principal of Kyoto is pissed that Yuji is alive. Cause they do, it's this totally awkward scene where Gojo is basically fucking with everyone. Um, and he puts Yuji in a box. Yeah. And he rolls him over. It's such an uncomfortable he, scene. And he, he says, Yuji, pop over the box. He's like, I'm alive! And Nobara and, like, Fushiguro are just like, what the hell? <laughs> we grieved over you. Um, and it's, oh, they, it's they get so over funny. it really fast. They though. get over it really fast. But it is funny that one of the funniest scenes, scenes I think is when um, they're talking with the upperclassmen and themselves to kind of plan how they're going to win the exchange event. And uh, they just have Yuji holding the picture frame over, mm. <laughs> which is supposed to be like what they do for when people Corpse. die. And he's like, this is kind of bullying. Um, and one thing that I love about Yuji's design is they kind of give him togepi eyes, um, which Bill can't unseen after I show him. Right, Bill? You just sure. see togepi? Um, so, and while they're talking, the Kyoto school principal is telling them, yeah, you're a goal now. You got to kill Yuji. Um, and one of the characters who I love, he is great, um, and I'm forgetting his name. Shit. Oh, the, the big uh, muscle man. <laughs> big muscle man, but I need to know his name. I need to know. I need to know. It's going to bother me. It's going to bother me. It's going to bother But basically, um, do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> basically, they're being told to, um, they have to kill Yuji, and... You know, this one character is just like, no, I, I'm fighting him and I want to see, I'm not going to, um, I'm basically not going to listen well, to you. For his, he wants to fight him at first, but his whole gimmick is he's obsessed with people's... <laughs> Toto! Toto! Toto. Yeah. That's it. I was brain farting so bad. Um, his whole gimmick is he's like obsessed with, with people's <laughs> interest in women. Well, yeah, he... he he his whole mindset is that he thinks if uh, they have a good, in his mind, a good sense of his interest in women, if they agree with him, then like they're good, they're a good guy, and they can be his friend. Because he does it with Fushiguro, and Fushiguro does not give him an answer he likes, and he basically beats the shit out of Fushiguro. Because Toto is probably also one of the strongest characters, and he's a third year from Kyoto. But Toto's just like, yeah, I'm not listening to you. Bye. And the other ones are like, okay, we'll still follow the plan and we'll just hope for the best that Toto just does what Toto does and yes. fights him. Um, so they start out and they fight and they end up actually pairing Yuji with Toto. Which it, the, also the funniest thing about Toto is he's obsessed with this idol. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and everyone is just so done and they don't care. Um, but they end up fighting and... Uh, <laughs> he's like, what kind of woman do you like? And Yuji goes, well, I like a, a girl with a big, big ass. ass. <laughs> like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Which I want, I truly wonder if Jennifer Lawrence knows how much she's referenced in Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I, she I either doubt it. doesn't know or she doesn't give a fuck. She she's care. just like, whatever. Uh, and Toto's just like, my man! And he's just yeah, like... Yeah, and they start become, they become... He basically looks at him like a fucking lover, but not in that way. It's the yeah. weirdest... It's, <laughs> it's the weirdest weird. Well, he thinks of him as his brother. <laughs> They're best friends now. Um, 
So this happens, and they and Yuji stuck. has no idea either. He's just like, okay. Yeah, Yuji's just like, no. <laughs> but then stop. he gets into it as it goes on. Well, yeah, but then he also isn't into it. It's it's funny, um, but this is kind of happening, and then slowly they start to realize that uh, something's going on, and that the uh, there's a sabotage, not by. Um, the Kyoto School, though, but by those evil curses. Oh, we also forgot to talk about Dead Inside Kigome. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other, the teacher from uh, Kyoto wears, Who's, like, a priestess she's outfit. She's a, a priestess outfit. We had the running joke that this is just Kigome if she never went back. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there's probably good fan fiction about that, I bet. Probably. <laughs> it also probably ha- exists. She also hates Gojo because he's Gojo. Yeah. Everyone hates Gojo because he's he's better than them and he knows it, so he just fucks with everybody the entire time. Yeah. So this is uh this is happening. Um. Sorry, I'm, I'm really brain farting. So the the uh, the other spirit shows up, the one that's yeah, very so manly looking, but actually Hanami. is feminine. <laughs> it's is it doesn't really have a gender. Yeah. None of the curses really do. I just um, I, I always well I I thought of the the clover clip. <laughs> mm, ha- so Hanami. Um, which is the the one that's basically the embodiment of fears of like forest um, nature, in nature. Um, so they end up appearing and they are incredibly strong and they end up fighting. Fuji girl ends up fighting them with some of the other students and they end up, all of them end up changing their like focus to like, okay, we're not killing Yuji anymore. We got to beat these curses. And like the, the game ends up just being thrown out the window at this point. Yep. Um, and they seal out Gojo because that's like literally the only. Yeah, they actually put a cursed barrier over a veil, as they call it, and it's basically the anti-Gojo veil. Um, and one of the cursed users that they brought, they brought two cursed users as well as Hanami. Um, and one of them, he just really wants to make a coat rack out of Gojo. It's yeah. weird. And he, he faces off against the other principal who principal. has guitar powers. <laughs> Which is, it's so great, even though Bill hated it. It was great. You oh. hyped it up like it was going to be the greatest thing ever. And then he finally shows it up. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, I like, thought it was great. Um, so they end up fighting. Um, and they end up winning, like, and basically Yuji gets, like, another little powder up where it ends up being, like, Toto coaching Yuji. Um and Yuji does get incredibly stronger, and they actually do get they get very close to being economy. Um, I think Gojo ends up coming to save them in the end, though. Once the yeah, once the bear goes, goes away, Gojo goes and all like, fucking sh- girly eye. On them. Yeah, he like lifts his mask and like shows his eye, um, which are so pretty. Um, and he ends up like, and Hanami ends up getting very, very injured and hurt, uh, and has to recuperate. Um, and then after, I don't know if this is filler, but they do a baseball game as the second yeah. tournament. Um, and like all of them are so confused, but it's great. It's, it's real fun. It's all Gojo's idea. <laughs> it's all Gojo's idea. We also forgot there was like little side plots with all the other students that are pretty deep and important, but yeah. we'd be here for fucking two yeah, episodes. We would be here for very All I know long. is the blue haired girl is the cutest one and the funniest. Yes. The blue haired girl. <laughs> but is, she's also the butt monkey. She's very <laughs> useless, but lovable. And she really likes Gojo. She's the only one who likes Gojo. <laughs> She really is. Um, it's it's really funny. Um, and, like, of course, like, the sisters, too, that are separated. And you kind of and find the, out. And the guy who's, like, crippled and he just, his form is a robot. Yeah. And for the baseball arc, they just make him be the pitch, a yeah. fucking pitching machine. <laughs> Which is, it's great. Yeah. It's great. 
Um, and then we basically get into the final arc before season one ends, which is the the three. Yeah, so the cursed womb, uh, the cursed womb spirits, which you actually only really encounter two um, during this arc, but it's like Chozo, Ezo, and Kechizu. Um, and it's basically uh, Yuji, uh, Fushiguro, and uh, Nabar get sent on another mission. Um, but this one is a lot more achievable. Um, Fushi- Great character development between oh, the yeah, three of them, Oh, yeah, all finally. of them. And you kind of learn a lot more about um, Fushiguro as well and his sister and kind of what happened to his sister. Um, which is, it's sad because his sister is cursed mm-hmm. um, and she just, like, can't wake up. Like, she won't wake up. And it's basically she's in a coma, I think, at yes. this point. Um, but they end up fighting them. Uh, one of them is, like, this deformed monster. But the other two are humanoid. Um, Ezo has this creepy mouth on his back. And they also heavily censored him for the anime. Because I'm pretty certain... I've seen manga clips. I'm pretty certain he's, like, wearing a thong in the manga. But they didn't do it for the anime. Um, so they fight him. Yuji and uh, Nobara have an awesome battle together. Like, mm. and I, my one of my favorite scenes is where they're actually running away, and uh, he has Nobara on his back, and Nobara, like, he's not on his back. She's carrying Nobara, uh, and he, she. That's when she kind of realizes, like, holy shit, Yuji is like incredibly strong. Like, has yeah. weird non-human abilities. Like, um, he was strong before. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's uh, it's one of my favorite scenes, and the fight is really cool. Um, but it's also a little depressing too because like. Like, you kind of actually feel bad for them because, like, the three of them are brothers. You know, they're they're brothers, and they just, they don't want each other to die. So, like, when one of them dies, it's very heartbreaking for the others. So, you do kind of feel bad, even though they are curses. Mm. Um, and I believe the whole curse behind them was that, like, it was this woman who could, who gave birth to a curse um and then this she ended up running away until she got into the clutches of this um cursed user who ended up using her Mm -hmm. um and it created death paintings um so two of them end up dying um and one of them remains and we kind of see him talking to get gato um and he ends up like crying because like his brother he's like oh my brothers are dead i'm the only one left yeah and then we get the funniest scene of this entire thing where uh, we go back to uh, Megumi or whatever. Uh, Fujiguro. Fujiguro. Yeah. Or who, Megumi. Who uh, has another finger. And yeah. he's basically like, all right, don't eat this. <laughs> and so he hands it to uh, Yuji just to hold. And then fucking Sakuda just mouth and appears in his hand and just eats it right there. Yeah, and they're just like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> Because that's one of the quirks of Sakuna is he can basically manifest on any part of Yuji's body, really. So he just manifested on his hand to go, um, <laughs> basically, ba- basically, um, nom, like nom. he can't control Yuji unless Yuji gives him control. But at the, he can still kind of be a dick and just troll with him whenever yeah. he wants. And that's basically where it leaves us off in the story. Because um, season two is coming out fairly soon. Yeah. And I'm hoping to get caught up with the manga before season two comes out. And, we'll and there was also the a movie. At some point. Yeah. But that's but for a different series. I, I don't know. I really enjoy this series. I think it has a really good balance of It's got the most comedy. unfitting ending theme ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the composer for this series really liked actually I'm pretty sure the creators in general just really like Persona. Yeah, there is a lot of you can from the music alone, there's a lot of persona 
like I definitely feel persona elements in it. Um I don't know. I, I really enjoy this series. I'm looking forward to the rest, um, to continue watching and reading the manga. Mm. I think it has a good balance of horror. You stay comedy, interested with it. And, I'll yeah. say. Uh, it does make you hate a lot of characters in it, but what anime doesn't? Uh, yeah. No. No, but definitely. I thought the dub was good. All the voice actors were really solid. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good I'm one. Looking for, I like Gojo. Gojo's fun. Oh, also, also when we finished. Fun. We were watching it on Crunchyroll, and when we finished, it automatically started the <laughs> Spanish dub, and it was like Gojo in Spanish all of a sudden. <laughs> that was actually very funny. Um, it was just like so, like you were like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> well, it was better than when we were when we were watching Yu Yu Hakusho on a uh, Hulu, and it, we, when we got to the end of where because Hulu doesn't have all the episodes. Yeah, we got to the end and it just started playing Inuyasha, and we were like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> That's not right." <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so. Uh, um, before we move on, we're actually going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah, because I've been talking too long and I'm... Bleh, uh, uh. And we're back. No. So. I refuse. I'm not back. I am... No, that's my sock! That's weird! So, anyways... um, So, yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen is pretty good. Really good! I get... Fuck you! (laughs) Anyways. No. So, moving on from uh, that, then we decided for the next show, we went with another relatively new one, and that was, as we said earlier, Spy Family. It's a family of spies. Spies. Except it isn't. Shit. <laughs> so, Spy Family kind of came out of nowhere. Like, mm. it was... So, th- there's been, like, a whole series recently of, like, just all these animes that have come out with, like, really wholesome, like, slice-of-life-ish kind of mm. premises, but then they're also kind of serious at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Spy Family has been one of those. So, Spy Family was written by Tetsuya Endo. Ooh. And what's interesting about... Um, Tetsuya Endo was he was kind of infamous for like he had never been able to get a, a manga out like his previous manga ended up getting cancelled like after one volume Aww, or sick. something like that and he actually made Spy Family during a period of like writer's block where he just kind of hmm. was lost on where to go and Spy Family ended up being this massive hit yeah, which he did not expect because the manga itself started in 2019, so this is relatively new. Yeah. And the anime adaption was 2022. I mean, the manga's only got, like, ten volumes out so far, only eight in America at yep. this point. So, pretty new. And it was a, a Crunchyroll, although this was post-Crunchy Funny Merger, so it's technically a Funny Crunch, Crunchy Fun <laughs> dub. <laughs> crunchy Fun. Um, but the basic premise of Spy Family is, it is, so it's one of those animes that takes place in kind of like a fictional Europe during like the World War era, Mm. or like, it's either the World War or like the Cold War era, I want to say. Yep. Because we'll get into it, but the time frame of this anime (laughs) is really confusing. Yeah, uh, with some of the fashion Yeah, with the fashion choices and just how the world is. Mm -hmm. But what essentially is, is the whole plot is the story revolves around 
and uh, an agent spy named, excuse me, named uh, Twilight. Not excused. Disgusting. And Twilight's whole mission <laughs> is essentially he's trying to get intel from one of the higher because they were basically there's two sides mm-hmm. to this like w- country they're not at war but they're kind of like at this like it, it's kind of like the cold war there they could go to war at any point yeah and essentially the he works for a spy division from one side and he's trying to get close to one of the like top officials from the other side who's they believe is going to be starting the war pretty soon yes so the whole mission he's given is essentially he's got to infiltrate the school where his children go because there is meetings where he can get close to him there. Yes. So his mission is essentially he has to create a family and have a child to enroll in this school. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Casual. The thing you learn about Twilight real fast is Twilight is literally like an OP spy, essentially. Yeah. He's the strongest spy. He's the Gojo of spies. But he's also, he's also like a (laughs) Nanami. Yeah. At the same time, like he has... He has Nanami's attitude. And Lloyd is like very... Well, not Lloyd. He's not Lloyd yet. We don't really know what Twilight's actual name is. Mm. It's never explained. But he takes on the name of Lloyd Forger. Haha, <laughs> Forger. Get it? Um, Forging his identity. <laughs> and he immediately goes to a somewhat sketchy orphanage and picks yep. up the first girl he finds. Well... He also is like, which one's smart? Which and one of the these is, is like, not isn't dumb? And he's like, well, Anya's kind of smart, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and we get introduced to Anya, <laughs> who is probably the most important character in this show. Yes. And Anya's gimmick is she's a telepath. Yes. Don't ask how. We don't really know yet, other than she was experimented on at one point. Yep. Sad. Poor and Anya. Keep in mind, I'm referring just to the anime. The manga might have explained this at this point. I don't know Yeah. Yet. Both of these, I, th- I think people know. We, we're just looking at the... Anime. Anime so far. So he gets Anya and he thinks he wants to test how smart she is. So he brings out a crossword puzzle. And what he doesn't realize is Anya reads his mind as he's doing the crossword puzzle in his head and basically copies him. And Lloyd thinks, wow, she finished the crossword puzzle that quick. She must be really smart, even though Anya is actually pretty fucking dumb. She's stupid. And she's also, it's revealed, she's been picked up by this orphanage, like, about four times. Well, she keeps getting returned. Yeah, she essentially, like, will get picked up by a family and then return because she's because Anya. Because people suck. That, that Anya is difficult. Yeah. But also people suck. Yeah. If you're making the commitment, you shouldn't return people or y- pets. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. So Lloyd picks up Anya and he immediately gets a, uh, a, um, a place to stay so he can start preparing to enroll her in the school. Yes. And while he's out doing a spy mission, Anya goes through his spy stuff and basically reveals the location to <laughs> uh, the, his, the target of his previous mission. Because we find out Lloyd essentially ditches his previous mission at the start of the uh, the show where he was in a relationship with some higher up official's daughter. daughter yeah. And he basically just goes, yeah, this isn't working. We're done and just leaves. Yeah. And they kind of just resolve that by kind of getting them to basically go away after the whole Anya thing. Yeah. And at first he's basically like, all right, I have to send Anya back. I can't do this to this girl. Yeah. But Anya's like, no. reading his mind is like, I ain't going away yeah, again. I'm not going back again. <laughs> You're stuck Cause, with me. Because the whole joke is uh, Lloyd's not aware of this, but Anya knows full and well that he's a spy at yeah. this point <laughs> by reading his mind. Yep. So then we get cut to the next day where it's basically like, 
Yeah, I can't just enroll a child into the school without a mother. People will think that's suspicious. Yeah. People, oh, yeah, because at this point, it's like if people do anything suspicious, they're considered a spy. Yeah, and they get, and they get like arrested. Arrested. By the secret. Which is a little weird. By the yeah. secret police. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, basically the rival um, faction from the other side. It's also very like Nazi-esque. This, it has a lot of not. I, I like, got more like, st- like soviet era russia vibes but well like kind of the whole secret polices and stuff yeah but they aren't really like putting people in internment camps no so it's why i don't go that far that's why i don't really get the german aspect the person they're trying to like it does have a little hitler i don't know i got more stalin out of him to be honest he has the mustache so did Stalin. Oh, shit. Never mind. Honestly, he's got more of a Stalin mustache. All right. I mean, neither of these people are good people. They're, they're yes. both monsters. The, but. Yeah. And we also still don't know enough about... The guy that they're going after, too, by the way, his name is Desmond. Desmond. And we don't... Damien Desmond. No, the, well, that's, no, that's, that's the son. That's the son. <laughs> uh, we don't know much about Desmond yet, other than he's a very... Desmond. Sc- he has dead eyes, and he's mysterious. I mean, same. No. <laughs> Dead-eyed well, yeah. and mysterious. Getting back to the plot, essentially Lloyd now has to find a wife. Yes. And he's kind of like thinking about... At first he tries to get his informant Frankie to play the wife. And, and basically Frankie's, Frankie's a very homely like, looking no. man. <laughs> no, no, Frankie's all for it. But um, he's a very homely looking man. Yep. And Lloyd's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And Frankie's <laughs> like, I, why'd you I dress up dr- for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was funny. And Anya's like, I don't want this, mommy. Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> but um, they go to the store to get Anya's uniforms, and at the same time, they run into, well, first we get introduced to the next main protagonist of this show, a woman named Yor Briar. Yes, who it wor- be forger. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> but she works for Town Hall as a basically a, a secretary. city worker, secretary, yeah, city secretary. worker. Yeah. Um, and she's made fun of by her coworkers for being single and spacey. Yes. Which she is. Yes. <laughs> but secretly, Yor is actually an assassin. Yes. A very good one. She got big pokey needles. She pokes people. <laughs> and she brutally murders people. Yeah. <laughs> All for the, for the good of the country. She pokes them in a murderous way. <laughs> yes. In her, like, spy dress, which is, like, this, like, wicked, overly designed dress. Yes. Which is why... Not spy dress, her murder dress. Her, well, yeah, her, her assassin, her assassin dress. dress. Um, but during the the outcome, it gets ripped, and she needs it to get a uh, tailored. Tailored. So she goes. So this is where we finally get the meeting, where Lloyd is at this tailor to get Anya's school uniforms picked out. Yep. And then happens to run across Yor, who is there to get her dress fixed. Yes. And they kind of end up chatting a little bit. And Yor finds him attractive and Lloyd finds her attractive. Yeah. And looks perfect for the mission. Yep. But Yor discovers, because Yor also needs to find a date for a party she's going to tonight so she doesn't come off as weird. And it's also because she's worried about gathering suspicion towards herself. Because once again, anyone's suspicious, they're going to get arrested. Yes. And Yor doesn't want to be outed as suspicious for being a single woman. Yeah. Because keep in mind, this show's supposed to take place in a somewhat older time even though it's kind of unclear yeah it's very unclear when this takes place but yeah other than it's it's not exactly modern but it's also not exactly super old either yeah it's weird it's complicated but anyways they agree to he agrees to be her date for the night and but of course he gets a spy mission in between and it appears that 
he stood her up and she Aww. kind of just goes into the party and sits lonely in the corner. Yep. Until Lloyd shows up covered in blood, which is great. Yeah. And he accidentally mixes up boyfriend with husband <laughs> and reveals to everyone, oh, I'm yours husband, which everyone's like, huh? Huh? What? So. But your kind of just goes with it and is like, yeah. Well, your kind of like at first is like, wait, um, no. No. <laughs> but we also get a great point of like the, uh, yours bitchy coworker who's a bit deeper than we see yeah. at first, but at first you really don't like her, tries to spill this like tray of hot soup on your. Ow. And your literally just kicks it back after. Yeah. Like straight up just like leg kicks it back. Yeah. Because your is similar to Yuji. Freakishly yeah. strong. strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, are these the same shows? <laughs> well, I mean, Lloyd's in both shows. I oh, mean. sorry. Look at my baby. For those who are not watching, because this is a podcast, she looks so cute right now. Sorry. Well, that's besides the point, because <laughs> basically then, as they're leaving, um, Lloyd basically is like deciding to take her back home, because he wants to apologize for the awkwardness there. Yeah. And as he's driving her back, the previous um, people he was going after in first spy mission come back and start driving into the side of the van he's driving. And nice. he goes, oh, because Lloyd's cover is he's actually a uh, psychiatrist. psychiatrist. And he goes, oh, don't worry. Those are just escaped mental patients. <laughs> and he's like, don't, uh, they must have uh, run out. And you're just completely buys this. She's like, all right. Because you learn real quick, your is not... Not dumb. the brightest bulb. She's not dumb, but she's incredibly spacey. She's just not the brightest bulb. Yeah. <laughs> but she also didn't go to school, so, you know, yeah. give her that. She's a very, um, well, she went to school, but she never graduated. It's it's implied that yeah. she kind of, like, dropped out. Yeah, to take care of her brother. Yeah, we'll get to him. <laughs> but Her brother. Yeah, so, during this fight, they both kind of, like, are, are fighting through the, uh, the people going after Lloyd, and Lloyd, like, bashes them in the head and yours like what is that and he's like oh it's just a uh a, a it's a psychiatrist uh technique <laughs> used for special occasions and york really just like oh okay yeah. <laughs> it goes with it and this will come back <laughs> yeah meanwhile yours fucking like launching people and fucking kick flipping through the air but lloyd kind of just doesn't question this either yeah, he's just like wait let's get out of here and essentially, they agree to have a marriage of convenience during this point, where yeah. it's kind of like, okay, we'll we'll pretend to be married just so people to keep uh, looks. Yeah, alive. basically to keep people off our backs. But you'll learn really fast. Your does try to be a mom for Anya. Yeah. At the same time, it's real cute. So then we kind of move to like they're they're kind of starting to bond as a family, and you 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 start seeing like they take their family photo. Family photo, which is very awkward at first, and. Uh, Yor gets like gifted the, when they're at the tailor. Like yours, the uh, tailor's like, "Oh, you'd look great in the shade of blue," mm -hmm. and yours like, "Uh, no, I only like shades of red or black." black. Which at first, blood. <laughs> well, no, at first you think it's because her eye it matches her eyes because her eyes are like these this deep shade of red, mm -hmm. but in reality, it's because her excuse is, "Well, I can't wear anything not that's not red or black because the blood stains will show." And Anya's reading her mind at this point, and she's yeah. like, "What the." So Anya basically spends all of the first few episodes just reading their mind. Anya's basically kind of like our little like narrator, narrator of what's going on because she's kind of like the straight man in this weird setup. Even yeah. though even though Lloyd's technically this, it it's interesting. It's interesting. It's dynamic. a fun dynamic. But eventually they move on to the next phase of their mission, which is they have to get Anya into the school, and we get introduced to one of the greatest characters in this show. Yes. The uh, one of the headmasters at the school. <laughs> 
who everything in his mind is elegant. elegant. Well, it needs to be it elegant. It has to be elegant. And he's he's a joy. He's one of the most likable characters in he the is. show. But basically, the whole in like orientation to get into the school is essentially an interview process. And you're essentially being tested, gr- tested from, from the minute you walk in. Yeah. And Lloyd prepared ahead, obviously. Like, he made sure they um, will uh, pay their respects to the statue of mm-hmm. the uh, the founder of the school, yep. which gives them bonus points. Uh, there's a point where there's a kid stuck in the sewer yep. that um, is, is another test, and they actually rescue him, which at first the headmaster's like, ugh, oh, covered in filth. Failure. Fail them immediately. But then they just pull out a change of clothes. Yeah. Which the guy goes... How could they have elegance. seen this? How could they such elegance? How could they have seen this? Yes. Um, and then we cut to another point where there is a. So this isn't actually a test. There was just literally the barn animals escaped. Yeah. And um, Yor literally knocks out a cow. Yep. <laughs> and they get their clothes ripped up again. Yep. But then they had a third change, which immediately. Well, no, they they save the day, and the headmaster comes out and goes, "Oh, okay. Thank you for the help." Um. We'll, we'll give you another day to have your thing. And Lloyd goes, no worries, and pulls out another set of clothes. Yes. And he's like, how could they have prepared Weird. for this? It's somewhat scary. <laughs> he's like kind of freaked out at that point. And we eventually do get to their interview, which, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate one of the characters here. Oh, yeah. We there's, all do because he's such an asshole. Yeah, there's the three uh, headmasters who are doing the interview. Mm. Two of them are very calm, like kind and actually... Uh, yeah, because one is elegant. Yeah, well, it's Mr. Elegant. Um, the, the other one's like a more sane guy. And then the third is like the guy who basically got there because of his father. Yeah, and he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. And basically he makes Anya cry, which causes Lloyd and Yor to almost fucking... Well, Yor almost murders him because Yor, Yor immediately goes to murder whenever yes. she's mad. Murderous rage. Um, And then uh, <laughs> my favorite is Lloyd is about to punch him, but instead smashes the table in half in front of them. Yep. And he goes, sorry, it was a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Which this comes back. The mosquito yeah. actually is relevant. <laughs> yeah. But then we, of course, they, they leave the thing. And basically the, the, the douchebag headmaster's all like, <laughs> I would never would have let them in anyways. Only for uh, the elegant headmaster to just yeah. sock him in the well, face. And I loved, like, um, uh, Lloyd's, like, line of, like, if this is how you're going to, like, treat my daughter, then I don't want to be here. Part of this establishment. Um, which I think is kind of, like, his true feelings. Like, I, like deep, like, they're not developed yet, but they're, like, the inklings of, like, he's You'll getting s- attached hmm. to this family. You'll and see progressively really nice. as the, the first season goes on that um, Lloyd is very much part of the mission but at the same time he does care. i won't say loves yet because it's we're still no, not he there cares. yet but he starts to slowly care and care more for yor and anya yeah to the point where he doesn't want to see them like in, in harm like and he does truly like kind of view them as a family but yeah basically the headmaster socks the douchebag in the face yep and it actually does kind of come back to bite him later for doing that but essentially what he does is he arranges that basically your Anya is basically the top of the, the callback list. Yeah. And he basically implies that there's always a few people who drop out. Don't yeah. worry. And like I, the reasoning too was like, oh, that by getting rid of that mosquito, you saved us from getting potentially some. It was, it was funny how we yeah. brought up the mosquito. Basically, the, I forget his name because they all have odd names in this show. Mm. But um, essentially, that he- the elegant headmaster, his um, 
his entire gimmick is essentially he just likes like proper order and stuff and like yeah. he actually does really like Lloyd and Yor. Yeah. And from, Anya. And Anya from the get-go, even though Anya drives him insane yeah. at times. Oh yeah. But essentially now Anya makes it in and they have to start getting her prepped for school. Yep. Which then Anya immediately decides, I don't want to go to school. school. And they have to basically bribe her into <laughs> um wanting to go to the school. So they arrange this fucking castle like adventure for Anya. And during this whole meetup, we discover that Yor is an extreme lightweight. Yep. Like, a sip of wine gets her drunk and as shit. And she's, whatever. No, yeah. One <laughs> of the best scenes is they're doing this whole, like, play for Anya. And Anya, because Anya loves spy cartoons. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of reenacting the whole spy cartoon. And at one point, she's like, this is Papa. He's a spy. Bye. And this is Mama. Mama. And this is yours just completely plastered at this point. Like, waves swaying back and forth. And she's like, this is Mama. She's whatever. whatever. And yours just goes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, because Anya does, isn't 100% on board with Yor yet at this point. Well, yeah. Especially, I think, too, because... Uh... She, um, Is an assassin. Yeah, and, like, was like, what the heck? Yeah. But, so they go through this whole thing, and at one point, Yor gets so drunk that they use Yor as part of the freaking, uh, diversion for Lloyd. So Yor then starts beating the shit out of Lloyd while trying yes. to fight Lloyd. And she fights him so, like, almost to a standstill, to the point, though, where she gets so drunk, she just passes out and falls on her ass. Yep. And, and he's just like... But yeah, also, he's, like, I'm not going to question it. He's just like, oh, thank God. I don't have to fight her anymore. Because <laughs> Yor is legitimately, at times, he thinks he's going to kill her. Kill him. Yeah. I mean, she could. Oh, yeah. The, pres- the, the headmaster's name is Henry Henderson. Henry Henderson. Elegant. Elegant. But anyways. What a guy. So they get through that whole thing. And then they start the school arc. And we get introduced to um, a few new characters. Also, a... Uh, Headmaster Henderson gets essentially demoted, not demoted, but he gets... Well, he gets put in, like, the worst assignment. Yeah, well, they considered worse. They essentially make it so... For punching the other headmaster, rather than firing him, they just kind of put him in charge of the first years. Like, yeah. the, the the children. But also, like, they can't fire him because he's elegant. elegant. <laughs> he's also probably the best teacher there. Yeah. People would be mad. But at this point now... And they all agreed with him. Yeah. Like, it was justified punching. Yes. Um, but at this point, though, we get introduced to now the sec- basically there's two subplots that go on in the show. There's Lloyd and Yor, whatever they're up to. Yep. And then there's Anya in school, which is the second subplot <laughs> of the of the anime. And this is where we get introduced to two characters. We intru- we finally meet Damien Desmond, the son of Damien Des- Desmond, who is the uh, who is basically p- Plan B if. Anya can't get her Stella stars, which are the mm-hmm. f- she needs basically the seven or eight Stella stars to get become a scholar or whatever yeah, so she can like get a... invited to the big party where yeah. this is Lloyd's main goal. Uh if because Anya is dumb as a brick though Blech, he Lloyd, needs a backup plan. Lloyd has a backup plan which is he wants Anya to befriend Desmond's son, Damien, who yeah. uh we get introduced to and Anya is Anya and Damien is Damien. kind of sketched out by her yeah. because she's weird. Yep. And she makes the greatest face ever. Yes. And also Lloyd like teaches her martial arts to get her ready for her first day of school. My, well, Yor does. Yeah. Uh, which is funny. And, and uh, it comes back to bite them. Basically, um, Anya 
gets in an argument with Damien, and Damien insults her to the point where she fucking socks him in the face. And because of that, Anya gets... uh, so the other version of a Stella Star is a Tenarius bolt or it's whatever. Like a, yeah, something. It's a lightning bolt. Yeah, basically. and it's essentially if you get eight of those, you get expelled. Yeah. <laughs> and initially she was going to get three, but uh, Mr. Henderson basically, he fudged around with the stuff to get her only one. Well, and it was like um someone else. It was, it was well, yeah, Oh, yeah. Friend. Also, our other other favorite character, yes. Becky. Becky stepped in and was like, they were being mean to her. He deserved it. Like, they were being mean to her all day. Yeah. Which they were. They were. Um, Becky's a fun character, too, because she's another high-class rich girl. Mm. And Becky, we learn more about later on. But at first, Becky kind of comes off as kind of a bitch. But we love Becky. Well, we do I later. liked Becky from the beginning. Well, I she's she she's a great. fun character, but at first, she's kind of like a, a bitch. Like, she's, yeah. like, very clearly higher class, and Anya's dumb as a brick. Yeah. But they end up becoming friends, because yeah. we later learn that Becky has no friends. Yeah. But that's besides Poor the point. Baby. And, of course, now Lloyd is like, well, Plan B is in the toilet. He's like, <laughs> Now we got to hope for Plan A. So then he starts getting her to study. And the studying doesn't go well because, because Anya is dumb. Like, no, I and, don't want to. And at one point, uh, Yor tries to help her study. And then Yor kind of just, like, equates everything Anya's learning to murder. And Anya's just like, fuck this. I'm yeah. out. Um, and then we kind of go through a few school subplots. Like, we get the gym arc where like they play dodgeball yes. and there's this one child that's a fucking adult yeah we, he's just an adult he's, a, he's the, the the stereotypical giant fucking student like yeah. child and they all are the, and they all think that they can get like a star from this even though like they're not getting a star from winning a dodgeball game yeah. and the kid fucking like goes to town and he like he like bashes Anya in the face with a dodgeball he's like yeah I'm the best. best. And Mr. Elegance is like, um, that is not elegant, elegant. behavior. And he's like, you think you were going to get a star for this? Mm. You might be getting a bolt for it. Doesn't he get like in trouble for it? Uh, he basically gets told off, essentially. Yeah. And then we move on to the next arc, which is my favorite. It's the... Um, basically, Lloyd is now trying to... You can also get a Stella Star by doing community service. Yeah, like good deeds and stuff. So they go to work at a hospital, and Anya is terrible at everything. everything. <laughs> Poor Anya. Uh, which is funny, because there's also a line that happens previously where we get introduced, where Anya kind of walks into her house, and she's like, this is Daddy. He's secretly a spy. And then this is Mama. She's really strong, but bad at most things. <laughs> which Yor goes, huh? Because Yor always gets fucking dumped on. Poor Yor. But also, sorry, Yor. It's, it's true. It's justified. <laughs> but anyways, back to the hospital thing. So yes, yes. Anya is so bad at everything that the staff literally is like, just leave. Go away. <laughs> You're not helping. Yeah. But during this, there's a, we see there's a crippled boy who is... um going through physical therapy so he's doing yeah. like the pool physical therapy and stuff he's a little like you can tell he's a bit like uncomfortable with it mm. and everything and he accidentally falls into the pool mm. and no one can hear him drowning mm. except anya who knows and anya basically runs over and jumps in and just enough to get lloyd's attention yeah. and then lloyd goes and saves both of them yeah but because of her heroic act she gets awarded to Stella. Yeah. The first in the series. And she's like the first one, two of the year, yeah. I think, too. So it's a big thing. Like, and then, of course, all the jealous children make fun of her for wearing it the next Aww. day. Aw. How rude. Yeah. Oh, and then we also get another arc that. So, th- what's funny about the way this show's structure is it doesn't really have a firm structure yet. Yeah. It's kind of more 
broken well, up into. Well, because it's still very early into introduce the characters are pretty new and you know mm. it's it's still new. Because then we also get introduced to Yuri Briar, your yeah. <laughs> younger brother. Oh God! Who likes his sister a little too much? Yes, but a little. It, it's like, uh, but I think it's also he like respects her so much because she did take care of him growing up. Basically. Yeah, and we had the. But inf- it's weird. <laughs> we had the infamous Chinese censorship image. Oh yes. Because there's points where uh, it shows their backstory. Because yours been an assassin since she was a child. Yeah, it's it's really kind of disturbing in a way. But also, their mother had passed away when yeah, they were. Yeah, their mother and father children. and the father. I don't. No, I think was even mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, they were basically like orphans that Yor basically raised Yuri herself. Yeah. And she made the money by being an assassin. So there's random points where he'll just, she'll show up after an assassination covered in blood. And Yuri would be like, Yor, you're covered in blood. Blood. And Yor would be like, oh, don't worry about that. Here, here's some food. Yeah. But in the Chinese version, they censored the blood white. So you can can imagine how that, that looked. But Not good. We'll move on from that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so we finally meet Yuri, and Yuri hates Lloyd because Lloyd is married to his sister, who he loves. Yeah. Too much. Yep. Um, it's weird. And the whole dinner thing is really awkward. Like, Anya sleeps through the whole thing, like, doesn't meet Yuri at all. Yeah, because at this point, it's, like, her bedtime, and yeah. she, was, she tried to stay up, but she was just, like, she's a kid, so she was tired, and... Fell asleep. Yep. And basically, Lloyd is so perfect that Yuri hates everything about him. Yeah, because he can't. There's nothing likable, like, unlikable about him. And what's funny, too, is in the background, Yuri is a member of the secret police. Yes. And he knows who Twilight is, but he doesn't know Lloyd is Twilight. And he hates Twilight. He utterly hates Twilight, which makes it more funny. It is very comedic. (laughs) But besides that, then we get, there's a whole goofy scene where, like, He's so convinced that they're faking it that he's like, you two need to kiss. kiss. And York can't handle it, so she just yeah. gets fucking plastered, plastered again. And then ends up throwing a fork at Yuri and cutting his face off. It, yep. it's, it's hilarious, goofy shit. Um, until Yuri finally runs away, goes home. And he's like, "You, this isn't the end of this. This isn't the last of me, you crazy kid. He's yeah. doing like a good old. But yeah, we'll, we go through that whole scene and then... Uh, the first half of the season ends with they go on a adventure mm. through the park. And then this is around the point, too, where Anya really starts kind of like uh, trusting Yor more. Yeah. Because there's like Seeing a point where there's a point where they're going grocery shopping and Anya wanders off because, of course, she did mm. and gets kidnapped by these freaking like kidnappers who are going to use her for hostage money. Yeah. Well, because I think she was wearing her school uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, well, they wanted to, it wasn't even that. They wanted to sell the uniform. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then use the kid as a hostage for yeah. later stuff. And then Yor basically shows up out of nowhere and just beats the shit out of them. Yeah, and they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> and that's kind of the turning point for her and Anya's relationship. Yeah. And I think they get very close. They, they're very close at that hmm. point. But anyways, so it ends where they go on kind of a little, like, adventure around the park with this giant penguin doll oh there's another great great filler episode too where uh, lloyd takes the family out on a yeah. day because everyone thinks he's like everyone's suspicious of them suspicious <laughs> okay. that he's cheating so he yeah. goes and takes them out around the town and he f- gets a spy mission during this so he has to take care of that so he makes a joke about oh i got i have stomach issues i'll be in the bathroom yep 
because also another subplot is your can't cook. No, and your cooked that morning. Yeah, your cooked this like abomination looking breakfast that mm-hmm. didn't kill them, but it was bad. It was not very good. Um, so Lloyd pretends to be in the bathroom, and Anya goes, "Oh, uh, that's just Daddy. He's always it. Last time he was in there, he was in the crapper all day." Okay. <laughs> Even though he basically he knew that uh that she was he she knew that he was actually going out to spy, but Yor yeah. doesn't know this. So they go through this whole like penguin park act where like there's a thing trapped in the penguin and they have to go yeah. spy stuff. Yeah, spy. But throughout all this, then eventually Anya's like, I want a dog. Yeah. So they basically go out on a best character. The next half of the season starts where we get Anya going. Basically, they're gonna go get Anya a dog, and we. He go, the first place he goes is like these like muscle muscular, muscular. jack dogs. And well, because for him he's thinking of it as a guard dog. Yeah, Lloyd's being the spy and not the uh, not the father fig right now. And, yeah, and yours kind of like I don't know, but and well, Anya's like I hate it. Anya's like I don't like these dogs because everything Anya says is just funny. Yeah, and I think too wasn't it like that um, Damien or like the others had like small dogs and she was like I want a small yeah. dog. Because Becky has a dog and Damien has a dog. And basically she wants a dog to show off to get closer to him. Yeah. Despite it the, doesn't work. Yeah, well, <laughs> nothing works with Damien. That's, well, that's... It, it it does. Like, it kind of does. Because, like, in, always in the background of his head, he's always like... He, I think he actually likes Anya. No, he clearly um, does. He he's, he's just He's, he's a just, Sundari. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so they go through it. And then there's a, another spy mission that happens during this. Yes. And, of course... Yours loses Anya somehow as this is all going on because yep. Anya wanders off. Anya and your straight Anya. up Spider Man's up a wall and is like going yeah. across the top of this like dog exhibit they go to. Yep. And meanwhile, Anya gets basically encounters this big fluffy white dog. Mm-hmm. Um I forget his I forget the breed he is. It's like a something like mountain dog or something. Yeah. But uh the dog kinda like takes a liking to her and brings her on piggyback rides, essentially, yeah. across and the town. also, all of these um, dogs have been experimented on. Yeah, they're also experiments like Anya. Yeah. And she kind of relates. The thing about this dog is he can see the future, but only people who can see that he can see the future is people who can read his mind, which is Anya. Anya. And Anya basically sees... He sees a future which is of Anya sad and... Your sad and Lloyd not there. Yeah. Which le- implies that your uh, Anya died. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Lloyd, not Anya. Lloyd, Lloyd dies, dies at some point. Yeah. Because during this point, there's a whole like bombing like subplot going on where they're trying to kill the not not president. It's like the ambassador or leader of the other country yeah. or whatever. And during this whole point, like there's a point where like there's a whole door that's like rigged to explode, and Anya finds it first, mm. and so she sets it up with. Because she Anya gets kidnapped by these uh, people at one point, and then she escapes with the dog. Yep. And then she runs into... There's also a running gag of your basically encountering them, the terrorists as well, yep. and beating the shit, shit out, out of, of them, them. And then calling the police and be like, yeah, I just I just found them like this. I don't know what happened. I'm just a housewife. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just here. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> and and they like, want to ask more questions. And I think it's also, isn't it... Um... What's it called? Isn't it? Uh, I I totally lost where I was going. Damn it! Oh, isn't it that she's actually talking to um 
like the spies because they're no, no, intercepting no. She's, the she's calls. She's talking to the secret police. Oh, okay. But the spies are intercepting the calls, and that's how oh, they know what's okay. going on. Yep. But yeah, she. So that this keeps happening, and and then eventually Anya stumbles upon the bomb door that's supposed to kill Lloyd. Yes. And she basically, because she has no idea how to disarm a bomb because she's a child. Yep. Uh, she writes on the door with ketchup, basically. <laughs> bomb. Saying no, no, and then she draws her attempt at a bomb. Bomb, but it looks like, like an, an eggplant. Egg <laughs> I didn't really get that. I thought it looked like a bomb, but I guess to other people. Well, I mean, if you if you look at it like an eggplant, it makes sense. I didn't. I didn't see it, but anyways. But yeah, so Lloyd kind of like realizes this is sketchy, mm-hmm. and then he notices it's rigged, so he doesn't activate the bomb yeah and then eventually though the the one guy who's left has one bomb dog left because yes. he's trying to like basically he's they're strapping what, what they're doing is it's fucked up but they're strapping bombs to these dogs yeah and the second they bite onto their target they explode mm. thankfully none of them a- actually experienced this there is no hurting of animals yes uh but essentially what happens is the president or leader ambassador whatever he is i forget his rank but um He's essentially going to be driven out of town and they're going to intercept his car as he's going out. Yeah. Lloyd basically goes in, steals his clothes, and disguises himself as him yep. to get his scent so the dog will follow them. And then he basically leads them off course and then disables the bomb dog, like okay. gets the vest off it, and then basically ends that whole thing with the president being fine and yeah. everything being wor- no worse for wear. Mm. We also get a great scene of your... Scaring dogs by making a scary face, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, in the outcome of this, eventually Anya wants the dog as... She wants Bond. Not, he's not well, Bond Oh yet. yeah, he's not Bond yet. Uh, she wants the big Bond. white fluffy dog as her dog. Yeah. And they kind of are like, at first, like, well, it's like, no, you can't. It's it's, it's crazy. This is a wild animal. But eventually yeah. the other spy of the spy network... Um, who goes by the name Handler, essentially yeah. goes, yeah, sure, you can have it. Yeah. We just need to take it for the night to make sure it's okay. Yeah. And then they get the family dog. Yeah. And it's a cute scene where, like, she's talking to Lloyd, and she's like, you know, I had a daughter once, and, you know, it, it was it was really cute. She's like, Anya's adorable. I can't say no. Basically, Anya got it because she's too cute. That's basically the yeah. reason why. But what's funny, <laughs> what's funny, though, is the flash, the forward, like, future image that... Uh, the dog sees it of uh, Anya and Yor being sad. After they they avert that future, it it cuts to an image of them all looking happy, looking down. Mm. It's implied that this is Bond seeing the future. Yeah, the dog's name ends up being Bond, so yeah. we're just gonna go with that yeah. at this point. But um, <laughs> once the dog's brought in, you see that scene in real in real time where yeah. it's like, oh, this was Bond seeing his future family. Yeah, which is really cute. But but it's funny because the next day, like, Anya wants to gloat to everyone about her dog. <laughs> Doug, doggy, well, it's funny because they get a new family portrait taken with, uh, with Bond. With Bond. Yeah. And what's funny about this one now is that, like, in the original family portrait, Anya and Yor are kind of, like, just kind Awkward. of... They have, like, kind of just neutral expressions on their face and yeah. Lloyd is happy. In the new picture... Yor now has a smile. Anya's face is still kind of neutral, but now the dog's there. Yeah. And she basically is kind of like, okay, I'm going to casually uh, show off my dog. Yeah. And she basically, her way of doing this is she drops the picture on there and it goes, oops, I dropped my, my photo. photo. And then Damien walks by and doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Becky finds the photo and goes, 
who's this hot guy? guy. <laughs> and she's and like, like, my dad. That's my dad. And she goes, is he single? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, uh, no. Because Becky, Becky really likes Lloyd. Yeah. But after that, then like she tries, Anya keeps trying to like express that she has a dog to Damien. And Damien's like, oh, that's cool. What's, What's its, its name? name? And Anya goes, doggy. <laughs> and Damien then walks away and goes, you don't deserve to have a dog. <laughs> best lines in it <laughs> yeah there's so many this show has great one-liners it's like if i named tilly kitty cat cat hi kitty. she's cleaning herself right now yep but anyways so continuing on from there though then we get um the scene where they go to the dog park and because they want to like bond and rather than anya playing with bond anya goes and just runs around by herself yeah <laughs> because she's anya and they kind of bond together, and eventually, um, after they go to the park, Anya realizes that... Well, and she goes around asking people how, what they name their dogs, dogs which yeah. is a very adorable scene, yeah. because, like, you can just totally see a kid going out, what'd you name your dog? Why'd you name him that? And it's just, it's so cute. And there's a scene where this other dog steals Anya's gloves. Yeah. And then, like, they're trying to get him back, but the dog's like, no, these are my gloves. I found them myself. And Bond just looks at me and goes... Okay, you could have them. Yeah, I'm sorry. It makes you like, give me the thumbs now. Bond's a very fun, fun character. Oh, we love Bond. But eventually, once they get back home, they uh, Anya finally realizes that she loves her cartoon, which is like the Bond man. Yeah. And she names the dog after the after the main character Bond. In a in like a he gets this cute Lloyd little boat. like it too. Lloyd and your both are like yeah, that's a that's good, good name. <laughs> and then he gets this cute little bow tie. Because he's Bond. He's Bond. James Bond. So then we kind of go through a few more scenes where, like, some more stuff happens. We, the thing about the, this first season of Spy Family is not a lot of the plot advances yet. We just yeah. kind of get more bonding between... Well, it's the background. You need to build up to the plot. Yeah. Because you know? the next scene is we get Anya's preparing for a test. Yes. And during the test, like, Anya's just really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and they try bringing Yuri in to teach her, and Yuri's like, I don't have time I'm... for this. I just want to look at my sister. Oh, actually, before that, though, we missed one of the best filler episodes was Your Learning to Cook. Oh, yeah. Where the, one of the best opens to an episode, essentially, Your starts showing up really late, and it's implied... At first, you're thinking, oh, she's doing assassin shit, because she shows up and she's, like, dead tired. Yeah, she has cuts all over her hands. Yeah. yeah. Like... And you're like, what's going on here? And then it cuts to another scene where, like, it shows her walking, like... With like this, with this bag that looks like it's a bloody the bag ugh. that's dripping red shit, and like it looks like she's got a bloody head in a bag. You're like, oh. and she has this like death stare as she's walking, and she knocks on the door, and it's revealed to be her coworker who's kind of bitchy, but yeah, we this is the first real like we learn about her moment, hmm. and it turns out oh no, she's learning how to cook because she was worried that Lloyd would leave her, her for not being able to cook. Yeah, and giving him the shits, <laughs> basically. <laughs> But the best part about this whole arc is, like, despite um, all the best efforts of her coworker, who we start to really learn is actually a decent person. She's yeah, just she's a, just, oh, a, yeah. a super Sundari. Yeah. Her boyfriend's super chill, though. Yeah. And Yuri's His boyfriend all... <laughs> brings out the best in her. Yeah. They're two very complimentary characters. Yuri's also there just for comic relief. Yes. But, um... Also for barfing relief. <laughs> yeah. He's the taste tester. He's the taste... Well... He's the taste tester at first until they realize he's not he's not a good taste tester. Yeah. <laughs> but Yor somehow manages to make the simplest dish a fucking abomination. Yeah. 
And during like the thing they have Yuri tasted and he's like, it's delicious as he's like crying and throwing up. <laughs> yeah. And then they try to eat it and both die. Yeah. So then they kind of go through and realize Yor is hopeless. Yeah. Like she straight up cuts a cutting board into pieces. Yeah. Which is amazing. But eventually they find, is there any sort of dish that like you guys remember that you can actually like think about? And they, they flash back to a, one of the only appearances of Yor's mother. Yeah. Um, and it's implied that she used to cook this special dish. And it ends up being the one thing that uh, Yor can actually make. Yeah. And what's fun is, like, you kind of get this sense of closure between Yor and her coworker, where it's like, yeah. okay, they finally respect each other a little bit. Yeah. And eventually Yor goes home and she's like, don't worry, guys, I'm cooking dinner today. And they go, oh, no. no. And then Anya's in her head goes, I'm, this is how I'm going to die. die. Yeah. Um, but Yor makes her dish, and it actually ends up being really good, and they both love it. Yes. And then Yor goes, Yor's so happy that she's like, well, I also made dessert, this is a- this, and this is a Yor Forge, your original. Oh, no. And then it just hard cuts them both passed out on the floor. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. But going back to where we were before... Um, the Anya studying arc, yeah. Yuri's there uh, teaching, and Yuri's like, he doesn't want it. He's basically there just to hang out with Yor, and he doesn't actually want to help Anya yeah. at all. But he eventually does because Anya kind of like says something that gets him like to respect her because yeah. he basically she says something that compliments Yor, and yeah. he immediately changes his mind after yeah. that. He's like, this kid's all right <laughs> until he realizes she's hopeless. <laughs> yeah, and he leaves. But uh, as he's leaving, uh, Yor's like. Oh, you're leaving, but I just made cookies. And then he, as he, he had already left the door by this point, he runs back in, eats Eats all of them in three seconds, and then you just hear him retching in the hallway. (laughs) And there's also a clip of Bond eating one of the crumbs on the ground, and then then the next scene, you just see Bond passed over on the floor. And it's like, oh God, you're... (laughs) You're not the dog. But yeah, what happens is Anya takes the test and Lloyd essentially at this point is so convinced she's going to fail that he breaks into the school to change her grade. Yeah. And during this, we meet another spy, but from a rival spy group. Yes. Uh, Midnight, I think his name was. Well, because what's, he's. Was it, it was either Midnight or, I'm trying to. I thought it was Daybreak. I'm always confused. Is Daybreak the female spy later or is that Midnight? Uh, I got to look this up. You know better than me. Um, But uh, yeah, there's a, a. Another spy from a rival group who is essentially... I don't even think he's a rival group. I think he's just inspired by Lloyd and he wants to be better than him, but he just sucks. Well, he's a rival spy in yeah. a sense. But, um... I don't think he's from a group, though. I, I don't know. It seemed like he was. But I don't know. It's it's unclear. He's basically there just to be... Daybreak, that's his name. Yeah, I thought it was Daybreak. Daybreak. Because it was like he's the opposite of, um... Because what is he... Well, Lloyd is Lloyd... midnight. Yeah. Is it midnight? Yeah. No, it's... I... Oh, no, Twilight. Twilight. Twilight, that's it. Yeah, I was These like, stupid it's not spy mid... names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's basically the most incompetent spy there is. And Lloyd is tailing him disguised as like a professor from the school to get yeah. into the, uh, the back room. Yep. And as he's like tailing him, it's like he's doing everything so out of the ordinary and like so, so bad. obvious. And Lloyd's like, how are you not getting spotted? Not. Yeah. But eventually, um, he gets to, like, a gate where he needs an ID to pass. And he's like, what? Really? Oh, damn. Yeah. And Lloyd basically is like, all right, at this point, I just have to kind of go with this or else we could both get or in trouble. Or else I'm going to get compromised. Yeah. So he gives the guy a fake ID to get in. 
And then uh, as he's walking in, he kind of like gets um, knocked out by Daybreak because Daybreak thinks he's one step ahead of him, but Lloyd's faking it. Mm. And as he's doing this, um, the guy is so freaking awful that um, he he's going to like leave a calling card. Mm. And Lloyd's like, you don't do that. And he yeah. gets up and like reveals that he was faking it. Yeah. And basically he kind of just. Daybreak basically goes, ah, whatever, I'll go. You'll all remember the name Daybreak as he's leaving. And then Lloyd goes to go fix what he did because he actually had gone there to go ruin um, Damien and uh, Damien's older brother's uh, grades so they would fail. Well, the rival spy, not Lloyd. Yeah, Yeah. the uh, Daybreak. Yeah, Daybreak. And it's then he, so he fixes those grades and puts them back the way they were because he can't have them failing because that would jeopardize his mission. Yeah. But by doing that, he then goes to change Anya's grade. And as he's scrolling through, he gets to Anya's grade and he just goes, wait, really? What? Yeah. It cuts there. And then we reveal that Anya passed. Yeah. But but barely. 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 And Anya's all happy about it and thinking like, oh, I'm going to get praised. Then Lloyd's like, you barely passed. (laughs) You need to do better. Yeah. And basically just like berates her for it. Even though yours in the back going, ah, she passed. Yay. Oh, yours. And then we get the next scene, which this is another great scene. It's uh, bring your child to work day. Yes. Where they have to study for, with their parents for a day. Yep. And so Anya initially discusses with Yor, and then Yor immediately doesn't Goes think. To murder. She doesn't think about Town Hall. She immediately starts thinking about her assassin job. And we get this like uh, daydream of Yor ghostly going through an assassin an assassin gig with Anya tailing her. Yep. And the whole time she's like, all right, Anya, and then this is how we do this. And then you want to stab here, cut yeah. apart here. And it's like... <laughs> and it's all censored and stuff. Yeah, like, you don't like, see it very well. But then you cut to just Anya covered in blood. She turns around and goes, oh, Anya, you're all covered in blood. blood. <laughs> and then Anya goes, uh, I think I'd rather just go with daddy. And yeah. then Yor goes, oh, yeah, I guess town hall would be kind of boring for a yeah. kid. <laughs> Completely not, like, missing the point of it. But then we get a clip of Anya essentially goes with Lloyd to his quote unquote job. Yep. And essentially he leaves her in a room with these, uh, it's like a box (laughs) with these toys and you're supposed to. Like a sandbox with the toys and you're supposed to kind of lay it out. And you're supposed to like lay it out and it gives like, it's supposed to look into someone's psyche. And Lloyd's like, it's supposed to be fun. And and Anya's head goes, sounds boring. Boring. (laughs) I'm going adventuring. So Lloyd's then off on a mission and Anya is essentially following him around yeah and eventually it cuts back to like Anya in the vents Anya's in the vents and (laughs) she completely like overhears the entire thing that's going on yeah but eventually she gets back to the room because she's like oh no I'm gonna get caught well also that scene is so funny because they're all discussing like if a person should be like considered crazy if they think there's ghosts and then at the time like Anya's making so much noise that they think a ghost and her stomach like rumbles up in the thing (laughs) they think like it's a oh it's a good scene but after that, then there's another scene where she's back in the room with the sandbox and she's like, oh no, I need to do this. So she just dumps all the toys into it. And Lloyd comes in and he's like, all right, let's see what you came up with. And he looks in the box and he's like, this is madness. This, <laughs> like, this means she's psychotic. <laughs> yeah. That one's great. And then one of my favorite scenes next is the next, we get an, a your focused episode, which oh, is fun. Oh, but this is also the introduction. That was also, wasn't that the introduction? No, yeah, the brief too? introduction of... Uh, Midnight, I think her name is. I, Midnight? I think it is. She's Midnight. Yeah. I I'm pretty certain. I think so. 
I'm always confused because like the the names, the spy Midnight names. Night Daybreak. All... It's you know. Nightfall. 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 That's, that's the it. one. Uh, we get introduced to Nightfall, who is a rival spy. We don't really learn uh, not a rival spy, a, an associate of. Yeah, Lloyd, who was don't, trained by Lloyd. She was trained by Lloyd, but we don't really learn a lot about her yet. Yeah. Other than she works at the hospital as well as a as a cover. And she's very pretty. Pretty in a different sense, though, because the yeah, she's not like a your pretty where yours just like yours. Was, I am pretty sure designed to be like extremely gorgeous. Yes. But that's kind of like was the point behind her, because mm. they're they're the main characters. They're supposed to look better than the rest. Yeah. But anyways, cutting back then, also during that test arc, uh, Damien got a Stella Star because he had the best grades, mm. which was cool. Yay! Um, but anyways, then we move back to another great episode, which is a Yor-focused episode, where Yor's now kind of like in doubt that she can be a perfect mother. Yeah. And Anya goes to school, but uh, Yor thinks Anya forgot her gym clothes. Yeah. So she's running back to the school and during this whole point, Lloyd's, like, tailing her and, like, why is she at the school? Yeah. <laughs> but you, yours basically, like, I can't be caught. So she Spider-Mans up the oh, fucking yeah. wall. It's a good scene. And everyone's, like, it cuts to a scene <laughs> in the school where the kids Sorry. are, like, did you hear about the weird spider lady climbing up yeah. the walls? And they're, like, that's, that's a myth. It's not real. And it cuts to this image of your pressed against the window as creepily as possible. Like, breathing heavily, yeah. like, trying to see. And the kids are, all like, ah! the spider lady <laughs> yes but eventually she does catch up to anya and hands anya her gym clothes and then anya's like mama we don't have gym today yeah and you're just breaks and yeah goes, and she just i depression. wasted an entire day <laughs> my life is over yep but then to wrap i mean there's more arcs that happen and some significant stuff but to uh kind of wrap it up we get to this one final arc which shows twilight and Nightfall in a they basically they have to get this like painting because it has a code on it. So they f- oh you forgot to mention though Anya re- does her little report about like the oh day. yeah and they they make it sound like Lloyd's a fucking psychopath, psychopath. <laughs> and he, Lloyd has to go smooth things over yeah but th- so the next thing is like uh, Lloyd has to do a sp- side mission and he gets teamed up with uh, Nightfall and they basically have to get this piece of art by filling winning a tennis tournament yeah. And we learn about Nightfall is that she is obsessed with Lloyd. Yeah, and, and she's pissed that she wasn't picked to be his wife for the meeting. Despite the mission. fact that Twilight specifically made it so she wasn't. Yeah. Because he knew that wouldn't end well. Mm. But yeah, they go through the whole thing and they eventually do win the painting. Mm. But at this whole time, because now Yor is aware of, uh, her name is Fiona Frost. Yeah. In reality. Or that's her cover name, whatever it is, but... um. Yor immediately now is jealous of her. Yeah. And, like, is self-doubting herself really bad. Mm-hmm. And during this whole point, Yor is at the park with Anya playing tennis because yes. cuteness. Yeah. And she's like, we. that's where we get the fa- the, the sad Yor dance gift yeah. came from. Uh, eventually, though, after they finish their mission, they come across them again. And uh, Fiona challenges Yor to a tennis match to prove that she's truly stronger. <laughs> and Yor literally hits the ball so hard, it disintegrates well she it chops it into pieces yeah it, it like slices it into pieces like fillets it yeah and and yori gets so upset she's like i'm sorry mr ball <laughs> but fiona's like the f- she disintegrated it and lloyd and anya are both like huh yeah. well anya i think is also just like mom not again like, <laughs> Mom's like, mom that's the third, third time, time. <laughs> but eventually the next time it like 
Yor hits the thing so hard yeah. that it like literally breaks the sound barrier and Fiona yeah. can't hit it back to the point where it knocks her down and just shatters her tennis yeah. racket. And she's so stunned that she's basically like, all right, Yor Forger, you win, win this, this round, <laughs> but I'll be back. And then she like speeds out of the car and it's going back and forward across yeah. the world. And then we get it's a like great psychotic. scene. Of, we get To finish it off, we get a great scene of... Uh, Lloyd basically has to fix things with Yor because Yor's all super self-doubty now. Yeah. And he takes her out on, like, essentially a date just yeah. to, like, smooth things over. But Yor is so in denial that she thinks he's breaking up with her. Oh, no. That she gets fucking... She, not only does she down her wine, but then she downs the bottle of, like, booze that yeah, like <laughs> Lloyd scotch, had. And gets so fucked up that she basically, like, Lloyd tries to, like, overcompensate by, like, confessing his love for her. Yeah. And... Yor basically has a meltdown and just like fucking kicks him in the chin through the air. <laughs> and he gets a butt chin, like a lump chin. Yeah, and like knocks him out. It actually hits him so hard that it knocks him out for the first time in like years. Yeah, and he's like, damn. And Yor admits that they were too rowdy and they got kicked out of the bar. That's why he wakes yeah. up on and the bench. Yeah, and she's drunk at this point. Yeah, she's like, super she's drunk. She's very drunk. But then we get to the final episode, which we get the, the final actual advancement of the plot scene where... Yes. Damien, we learn that Damien and his dad have a really weird relationship. Yeah. Like, they barely have a relationship. I mean, you've kind of seen throughout, like, the show that yeah. like, something's off, you know? Especially the fact that he lives at the school mm-hmm. rather than living at home, you know? He lives in the dorms rather than at yeah. home. And he calls his brother up knowing his father's going to be there because mm. they're having one of their big galas. Yeah. And he asks his brother can you just ask father to come see me? And the brother's kind of like standoffish and like, I'll ask, but don't expect anything. Yeah. So they're all there. And oh, oh, we also forgot to talk about the Becky shopping arc. Yeah. It's so cute. That arc essentially just establishes that Becky had never had friends before. Yeah. And it's just to be utterly adorable. Yeah. It's more Anya, Becky hanging out I mean, they get to wear adorable outfits. Yeah. It's it's just an adorable little (laughs) And we get the line from, one of my favorite, like, side characters is Becky's um, tenant or attendant who just basically is this uh, old, (laughs) badass old lady who just puts up with all her shit. Yeah. But we get the great line of, no no young mistress, no committing adultery. Adultery. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's trying to, like, thinking if she could be a rival to your, of all people. But yeah, we do get some backstory into Becky, and it it ends where basically like they both buy these matching uh, sheep, matching little sheep keychains, keychains. which are like a hundred dollars, no, like three hundred dollars or dolk, 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 yeah, dolk the money in that universe, yeah. And Lloyd's all like, "This costs three hundred dollars." Yes. Uh, but the reason I bring that up is because at one point uh, Anya tries to like be friendly with uh, Damien again, yeah, and she ends up passing out somehow yeah (laughs) and lloyd essentially switches out he makes a duplicate of her sheep pendant so Mm. he can use it as a diversion which it's actually they joke saying that the duplicate exact duplicate only cost 10 dulk yeah because haha it was a fancy fancy department store yes super fancy that they bought him from but he uses that as an excuse to essentially um talk to damien himself and get closer and get some information. He basically, he brings up the whole Anya punching Damien day one mm-hmm. and he acts kind of like he's, he's apologized and he's very friendly. And then we see 
Desmond walks by because he actually did stop by, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And we get the first introduction between Lloyd and Desmond. Yes. And it's actually a pretty good scene because we kind of learn that Desmond's not exactly an awful human being. He's confusing. He's very mysterious. haven't read the manga fully yet, so I don't know more about him. Yeah. But it's actually not, well, the interaction with Lloyd and him is pretty pleasant because mm. Lloyd's basically kind of using the whole on your punched him to be like, I'm so sorry yeah. that my daughter punched your son. I, I He also wants Desmond to know his name for the yeah. future. But also like Damien, it shows Damien has severe daddy issues because he's literally just like, I want my dad to acknowledge me. Yeah. And- He's like, my dad doesn't give a shit that some girl punched me. <laughs> well, it's implied that he did care, just not yeah. as much as he'd like. Yeah. But yeah, so basically Lloyd finally has his first real encounter. And then that's kind of where it's the first season ends. Yeah. Um, we finally we get that huge plot dump and we get more Lloyd, your on your yeah. cuteness. Well, and then you, I will say like after Lloyd leaves and the interaction between Damien and his father, you can see it's a lot less pleasant. Like, yeah. the tone shifts, and he's a lot more, like, straight to the point with him. Um, I think it does leave him happy, though. Like, cause that he his actually dad came. acknowledged him. Yeah. But it, it definitely, like, the how he talked to his son versus how he talked to Lloyd was very yeah. different. It's also implied that he doesn't... He has probably the same relationship with his older son, too. Yeah. Considering how standoffish the older son came off on the, yeah. the one phone interaction we get. Mm. But yeah, that's where it ends so far. The manga is obviously still going, yeah. and the anime has been confirmed for a second season Woo! plus a movie. Woo! So we'll be seeing where that goes. Yeah, uh, this was one of those shows that kind of it came out and everyone wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, which I mean, granted, it's a fucking phenomenal show. I mean, it's really I I see the hype and stuff. I I, I kind of hate when people overhype stuff, but I will say it's. They overhyped it, but you it actually lives up to the no, hype in a lot of ways. No, I still wanted to watch it. Like, it's not like My Hero Academia where people overhype it and I'm like, there's some seasons that just suck. Like, they're just not good. Um, this show is surprisingly funny, though. No, it is. Uh, Bill to- kept saying that I am Anya. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There were so many points in that show where, like, you and Anya were just a mood. Yes. Like, Anya was literally how you, your mood can yeah. be sometimes. So I guess I'm Anya. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, it was definitely really cute. I love all the scenes with Anya and stuff, and I hope they, like, develop more as a family. Like, the, They do, but I believe in the manga. Yeah. Because by the end of the the first season, you really do see Lloyd is starting to come around to them. Yeah. Like, there's a plot point at one point where Lloyd specifies once this mission's over, he's going to make sure they're both well off. Yeah. Because it's implied that he's going to continue on being a spy. Yeah. As of now, I mean, uh, the end game is clearly going to be they're going to get together. Be a family. Unless the author clearly throws us off completely. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Unless the author hates his fans. But. Yeah. But yeah, this. so the thing with this one was, the one thing I will admit is, like, people joke that it's ultra wholesome. Yeah, I mean, I, it's wholesome at times, but I wouldn't yeah. call the show ultra wholesome. No, yeah. I mean, like, you definitely see parts where, like, literally your fucking murders <laughs> Your rips a guy up to shreds at yeah. one point. No. And no. people get fucking murdered. At the- and I mean, like, the whole background of, like, I mean, this is happening during a war. Yeah, like, well, during like, a, a very tense period. Yeah, so there is definitely dark elements. And it is also um a little, like, um, not, what, fantasy. I mean, there's a little oh, yeah, fantasy. There's fantasy elements. I will admit, though, like, the tone is weird at times, because, like... Well, 
Because I'm really interested to see, to learn more about this testing and, like, what actually happened to Anya. Because, because this, like, there's also... Because that scene where, in the early beginning, where, like, with the asshole um, interviewer, and he's basically, like, kind of, like, do you prefer your old mom? You can definitely see, like, Anya must have knew her old mom at some must point or something. Must have knew or vaguely knew. Or, yeah. Like, or I'm, unlocked a memory that's been lost. I'm really interested to see, like, Anya's full backstory. Like, that's what I, I would really like to also see, like, to what happened. more about Lloyd's backstory, because that's another thing that's hinted at. Because when he gets knocked out by Yor in the, in the bar, yeah. you get a brief clip of his mother... Yeah. Who is, well, and there's also those scenes of like where he was like alone, like as and a child, he was, like but crying. It, it, it impl- it's implied that he had a mother. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know yet. I like where it's going, and I enjoy the. What I like about this show was even the villains. Every character is likable. Yeah, or interesting at least. Or like you like to hate them in a way. Yeah. Because like even like Desmond, like we know barely anything about the guy desmond is interesting like i want to know more about desmond like i'm very it's uh, the writing is really excellent Mm. and like you you love damien you love anya yeah the only characters i don't really like are like the little yeah but they're damien's little henchmen but they're supposed to be honestly like some of the scenes are funny like the dodgeball fight where he was like live on for me damien like that's cute like those are kind of cute like like, they're annoying, but, like, they're also, like, remember, they're kids. Kids are annoying. So, But it's funny to me, too, how, like, even, like, the side characters are super developed. Like, yeah, Becky. Becky gets more development than I think she deserves at Becky's times. Becky's so... I, we love Becky, though, because Becky's just there for Anya. Yeah, like, she's Anya's t- token friend. Yeah. I do love the scenes, though, where, like, Becky's like, so do you want to hang out after school? And then Anya's, like, off doing whatever the fuck. Yeah, she's like, And Becky's no. like, Anya, come back. Anya, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did enjoy this. I look forward to the future because I've heard the manga that's gets darker but yeah. still comedic later on. Yeah. Um, I do love the dynamic though. Like all three of those characters are super interesting. Yeah. Like Lloyd's like he's the straight man, but he also kind of cracks at times because like <laughs> the life he has just acquired is so ridiculous that yeah. he's like, like <laughs> he like, basically he is like the ultimate straight man, and he got the two most ridiculous, ridiculous partners. <laughs> Like well, he, he likes them. Yeah, he enjoys their company, yeah. even if yours yours a space case and Anya's stupid as a rock. But okay, yeah. but yeah. So, anyways, um, I do enjoy. I enjoyed both these trips. I'm looking forward to the season, the following seasons yes. and films that are we're gonna eventually get to see. Yep. And yeah, next time we're gonna probably move on to some films for yeah. Three, yeah. Three anime we already films. watched one. Yeah. <laughs> and we got the next one lined up too. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyways, guys, once again, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Woo! Gaming and Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcast and Spotify. We're made on Anchor Podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Linktree slash The Barbaroo Games, and you can join our Discord server, where you can see Alex post cursed images and pets and fun yeah. stuff like Tilly! that. <laughs> but anyways, once again, guys, we will see you all next time. Push. Push.